Dude, what the hell? Straightness wondered aloud. He'd obviously noticed the same thing I had. About half a dozen police officers and several hall Nazis holding a strict perimeter around the outside of the building, and glowing red and blue emergency lights flickering from the front of the structure. Something had happened. Something bad. I think we better find out, I replied, my pulse quickening. We rushed across the street, dodging the other gawkers like Frogger dodging the water. That game, incidentally, always drove me crazy. Frogs are amphibious, so why do you die if you hit the water? I mean, crossing a busy highway with cars and semi-trucks I understand, but fucking water? I'll even concede dodging the alligators, but even then, you can ride on their backs without getting eaten. Seriously, what the hell kind of water is in that pond, and if it's toxic, why the hell would I want to get into it anyway? Frogger, however, was just about the furthest thing from my mind as we saw a group of three EMTs pushing a gurney out to the waiting ambulance. Windsor and I stopped at the edge of the crowd between the building entrance and the shantytown, both of us standing on our tiptoes and craning our necks to see what had happened. What the fuck? Straightness grumbled. Lex! I turned in the direction of the familiar voice, but before I could even spot the source, I felt the athletic arms of Roxanne wrap around me in a vice grip, making me grunt as her embrace knocked the wind out of my gut. The Admiral planted a wet kiss square on my forehead. Ah! I howled in reaction, not expecting the kiss. Admiral, Roxanne, darling! I strained, resting myself from her grip. She laughed, pulling her flowing hair back from her face, mugging with lips puckered in a come-hither bombshell pose. Behind her, Brigham shuffled up, one hand resting on his collarbone, the other fixed in the air, palm open, as if to block out all the chaos in front of us. Dear God! Brigham moaned, moving his hand from his invisible pearls to straighten his thick glasses on his head. How are you, darling? Roxanne asked me before immediately rushing to give Windsor a hug, too. What the hell happened here? I demanded, my eyes darting between Brigham and Roxanne. We're waiting to find out. Brigham explained. Word is, something happened. That's a rather astute observation, Windsor muttered in his smooth, timpani voice. There was a fight, Roxanne clarified. At least that's the rumor in the shantytown. What's going on in Hall H right now? Windsor queried. Avengers, Brigham observed. They were supposedly about to start. We were going to try and go. I was going to work my agent mojo, but all of this happened. Told you we wouldn't have gotten in. I hissed to straightness. He shrugged. Just then, three police officers led a small attendee, short with dark features in nondescript con clothes, out of Hall H in handcuffs to one of the nearby patrol cars. Brigham pulled his smartphone from out of his pocket and punched his finger across the screen. EJO! Brigham screamed. The other three of us crowded toward him, trying to get a glimpse of his phone readout. There was a stabbing! Brigham gasped. My client inside the hall says some guy got up to go to the bathroom right before the Avengers panel started. Someone else took his seat and wouldn't give it back, and so the guy stabbed him with a pen. Jesus God, Windsor exclaimed. In the eye, Brigham added. It's chaos in there. My client was afraid of mass panic that the room monitors are just a handful of cops couldn't handle. Brigham slipped his phone back into his pocket. Luckily, nobody else wants to lose his seat either. Shit. Roxanne said, trying to wrap her head around what had happened. I felt a bit dazed as I tried to process it all, too. Crowds and Hollywood douchebags are one thing, but violence? Attendees stabbing each other over a seat? I watched as the patrol cars and ambulance pulled away from the curb, leaving a crowd of onlookers, 
their camera phones erected in the air to catch some tweetable shot of the ruckus. My heart sank. If the love of Comic-Con had dwindled to the point where violence replaced it, there was no hope for the con. Nor was there any hope for our species. Nor was there any hope for me. 